What's up, what's up, what's up, y'all? Welcome back. This is fucking episode 50 of Football Without Hesitation. 50 fucking episodes, man. Never would have thought I got this, would have got this far. But here I am. Here I am again. Thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for sharing. Thanks for everything. I'm loving this. I'm going to keep doing this. 50 episodes. Can't wait till it's 500 episodes. It's going to be fucking badass. We're going to have a big ass fucking. Tell you we're going to have a big ass crew at Avaya. This whole thing. Football without hesitation. Crew. It's going to be sick. It's going to be fucking sick. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So again, this is Football Without Hesitation. I'm Oz. And I talk shit about the Quakes. Because that's what we do. Um, there's an international break right now. So those motherfuckers got a break from me talking shit. Because... Um, they couldn't fuck anything up. They did play the San Francisco Deltas tonight in the U.S. Open Cup game, one two to nothing. So, all right, no shit talking there. Fucking Orlando City got their ass handed to them at home by Miami FC. Who I don't know what the fuck the color scheme is. I don't know that they, they they have to be owned by the Marlins, right? Did anybody see that? If you saw the the fucking uh, Miami FC versus Orlando, Miami FC had that stupid ass wa- wannabe teal. I don't know what the fuck. Aqua? Aquamarine or some shit? There you go. Aquamarine. That sounds like some fucking Miami ass color. Aquamarine and orange. Like the fucking Florida Marlins. Um, Again, I don't know if they share an ownership group or what the fuck, but... Either way, they beat the shit out of Orlando with Kaka and on the fucking pitch. It was embarrassing for them. So, ha! Fucking pick your game up. Uh, what is it? Reminiscent of the Quakes. Same shit when they lost to, who is it, Charleston Battery or some shit? Look at that shit. What a fucking... That team's just been around forever. It's like, we don't give a fuck. We'll just keep playing. Um... But anyway, like I said, there is an international break. I think there was three games last week. Um, Fucking Google them if you're interested, motherfuckers. Uh, At this point, the Quakes in the Western Conference are in seventh place below the dreaded red line. Oh, no, the red line. Um, Which means they are out of the playoffs currently. They're tied. Point-wise, they're tied with Vancouver and Seattle. But... Everyone hates the Quakes, so they're out of the playoffs. Ah, just kidding. I think, it, what does it come down to? Goal differential is the same. Oh, goals four. I'm, yeah, goals four. Seattle has a two more goals four. So I I believe that's the fucking tiebreaker there. Um. So, yeah. So, so it's cool because the Quakes have the fucking... The godson on its on his way apparently. The fuck out of here, dude! Oh my god, that shit was so. Why? 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 What's the point? Why? Why tease a thirsty man with water? You know, because if if you say, "Hey, man, I got some water for you," and then you just hand him a canteen of sand, that's fucked up. And last time with Innocent, what we got was a canteen of fucking sand. And for if again, if you're that new, 
Innocent was, I think he was a Swiss international. He was fucking good. He was good. When you saw him play, that motherfucker, he had raw talent. But I don't know. He probably just wasn't about it out here. I don't know. Either way, it was the Quakes fucking first foray into big money signing. And it led to a fucking spectacular goal in Seattle. And that's about it. And it fucking sucked. And and again, and it made us more cynical than we were. So so again, I I I maintain that cynicism from from that signing and from the past, where when when they come out, the front office come out and says, "Oh yeah, at the end of, at the end of this month, man, you don't know. You don't even know. We're we're building this motherfucker." We're not we're first cyborg, first cyborg in MLS. It's 2017. You can't deny a cyborg. If uh if it's a sentient fucking if it can prove its sentience, you have to let him play. There's no rules against it. I don't think. Um, so that that's that's my speculation. Uh, I have no sources for this, but I that's what I believe. I believe it's fucking Silicon Valley. It would fit so fucking perfectly. One of those Boston Robotics or Boston Dynamics, whatever the fuck that company is called, that that Google bought. Um, they're they're gonna come out with a fucking dude. It, it's a the the pitch is is the dimensions are set. You you know the dimensions, so you just tell the fucking robot, hey, don't do this, and you can do this. Boom, cyborg soccer. Fuck, dude, that's what it is. And you can sign them fucking cheap. They don't understand the concept of money. How much does it cost? It's a fucking, it's literally, it's literally uh, a retail item. You can get one off the shelf. Uh, can I get an attacking mid and a defender, please? Coming right up, good sir. That would be $3 million flat. There you go. <laughs> that's why that's why you listen to this podcast. I tell you the future. I tell you the truth, the reality. Like the Alex Jones of MLS podcasts. Everyone else is telling you bullshit. I'm telling you cyborgs are coming to MLS. <laughs> Sorry, that's so fucking stupid. I don't even know how the fuck I got there. Um Again, there's there 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 was no games. I I can't talk shit fully. If you want, ooh, speaking of talking shit, there we go. We're getting into some drama. I was just getting into some drama before this podcast started. Apparently, the ultras are upset at some of the Quakes players. I don't know what they did. I don't know what they did. I don't know if you go to their uh, San Jose Ultras dot com is their website. They have a blog on it. Um, I don't know how often. I don't think it's very often that, that that they update it, but they put an update there. They were mad. They all caps. I thought we will never all caps. Ooh shit. Were, um, uh, but apparently, yeah, I don't know. The team did something that, that they felt personally disrespected. Get the fuck out of here, dude. I mean, no, no disrespect. No disrespect. Honestly, I'm just a fucking some idiot talking into a mic. But fuck it the fuck out of it. You're personally disrespected by the conduct of 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 fucking team. What the fuck do they owe you? 
Um, oh, you're there at, I don't know, dude. Oh, we're there at every game, and and we're loud. Cool. Fucking awesome. I love it. I'm there every game under them in the in the supporters terrace. Love the fucking atmosphere they create. The San Jose Ultras are fucking dope. They've been doing it a long fucking time. And they're, you know, very well well respected in some senses. I know, dude, some people fucking hate them. I don't care. Love them or hate them. I'm a Quakes fan. I love them. But get the fuck out of here being uh, you're personally disrespected. Nah, man. Man, nah. It, no, no. You can't. Fuck that. You. <laughs> you're there to support the fucking team, you know? You're there to support the team. You don't like it? Fuck it. You know, this This is this team is does not. I thought this team was in line with my personal standards, with with you know my my goals. They're not. Fuck it. You know, you either move on, or fill the fucking stadium, get fucking ten thousand fucking ultras out there, have half of the fucking stadium, or I mean, it's about to be more than half of the stadium as ultras. Say, look, motherfuckers, we. Demand change. But, I mean, dude, it, it, it's fucking obvious that the, the, the it's shrinking every fucking week. And I get it, you know, people are getting upset that the, the team is not playing up to their standards. But by, by, by you know, you got to show up to the fucking games. Either way. Fuck it. I'm already getting too goddamn worked up about it. Again, I fucking love the Ultras. I love what they do. I love the atmosphere that they bring. But, dude, it... Oh, my God. You... you So, you're, you're personally disrespected. Dude. You gotta get over yourselves, man. You gotta get over yourselves. You guys are cool, man. You guys are fucking cool. Um, anyway, I, this, the, I don't know how, like I said, part of what I want to do here on the podcast is I want to fucking teach people, teach people, um, what the fuck I'm learning every goddamn week. Cause like I say, I don't know shit. I don't know fucking shit. I, I love learning about, there's a lot of American soccer out there and there's a lot to fucking learn. And I love, I love every week to just go out there and find a new story, a new something's going on, you know? It's fucking cool. I, I know a lot of people in this country have still not come around to it. It's okay. It's a big country. And in some places, football, American football, NFL, college football is king. And you may never change some of those places. But, um... But again, I I want to get more people into it. There's a lot more than than you actually fucking realize, and it's pretty approachable, reachable, reachable. Is that a word? I know reachable is a word, but you can get to the games pretty fucking cheap. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Anyway, 
so the Quakes have a a developmental team, uh, under twenty three team, uh, farm team, minor league team, I, I, whatever the hell you want to fucking call them. Um, but they they have a team up in Burlingame, and th- this team plays in what's called the PDL and the Professional Developmental League. And this is part of this. Oh, all right, hold on. Let me back the fuck up real quick. So American soccer, everybody, again, likes to explain it as a pyramid. You know, that you have the, the, the number one league, the most pop, the biggest league, the one with the most money, essentially, you know, let's be honest, at the top. And then, you know, all these other leagues that are essentially either feeder leagues or independent leagues on their own, whatever it might be. In in the United States, the top of the pyramid is obviously MLS, Major League Soccer. If you listen to this podcast, you know obviously a little bit about it. If not, Major League Soccer is the the highest division of American soccer. It it, it has the teams in, in again the major metropolitan areas. It it's been around since nineteen ninety six. It's at twenty two teams. Fuck yeah, twenty two teams right now. They have plans to go up to thirty. Uh, by twenty 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 two or some shit like that. <coughs> so anyway, so that's at the top. So you have MLS at the top. Division one. Second division is a league called NASL, the North American Soccer League, which it traces its roots back to, you know, the 60s, 70s. I don't know, actually about the 60s, but definitely in the 70s. Um, the, there was an original North American Soccer League. It, the, the You know, the big draw there was the New York Cosmos had Pele and a couple other players that if I was better fucking versed in soccer trivia who I would know but they definitely had Pele um so anyway so that league has been revived and it's the the second division they really I don't know if they say it publicly but but they really see themselves as a competitor to major league soccer they they don't see themselves as a second division they see them almost as like a 1b they they their goal is to be up there on that level. I don't give a fuck. Again, I've talked about enough fucking politics on this goddamn podcast on this episode already. Um but it is definitely a much smaller league. I believe there's eight teams in that in that league. Um today, today, this year. Uh and and two of the three teams Two of the three NASL teams that played MLS teams today lost, except for Miami FC. What up? Shout out Miami FC. Beat the fuck. They beat Orlando. Man, that's interstate rivalry. All that shit. Miami FC. Uh, if, if anybody cares, is leading the NASL. They are in first place. Um, but anyway, so back to the American Soccer Pyramid. At the top, you have Major League Soccer, second division that feels that they they're competing with MLS is the NASL North American Soccer League. Right below that, 
the third division of American soccer is the USL, the United Soccer League. That is is a fully professional league as well. Those these top three leagues are all professional leagues. All the players get paid, um, so that they are professional athletes. The USL lately has really aligned itself with Major League Soccer. There's a lot of teams, a lot of MLS teams have uh, feeder teams, farm teams, what you know, whatever you want to call them, in United Soccer League. You know, so like Portland has Portland Two, Seattle also has Seattle Two. The Quakes have an affiliation with a team in Reno, Reno eighteen sixty eight. The Quakes don't really you know control them fully they they just run the technical side of it the soccer side uh the ownership in reno there runs the business side of it but anyway th- this third division is where is i guess what you would consider kind of like triple a in baseball so the players in usl there, there's some players in reno you know kip colvey is is who's out there who the fuck is out of there Forget that. But anyway, a couple of the players that are signed to the Quakes are loaned out to, to Reno, you know, and and th- this is a, a MLS's attempt or American U.S. soccer's attempt to to establish a, a kind of academy system, I guess, to try to get get more more players involved. Get you know more homegrown players. Stop this whole you know. I I don't think that buying retiring players from Europe or South America is that big of a deal, and and it's not that prevalent. But definitely with a country this fucking size, we can produce some awesome fucking talent, and it and and if we we do produce talent, you know. And it, they go off to Europe or South America. We need to have more replacements behind them. So yeah, so that's pretty cool. Those those you know that USL is kind of you know aligning itself that way. I know some people don't like that. That they're like you know why am I gonna go see Portland too? I'm just you know I, I'm just gonna see a, a, a slower version, a, a different version of the big team. But I don't know. It, it it's fucking 10 years ago people were were wondering if this league was even going to keep existing so i i think it's fucking awesome there's stuff like that but anyway those are the top 3 top 3 professional leagues in american soccer mls nasl usl in that formation in that numbers fuck i don't know i can't think on the fly either way those are the those are the top three professional ones. Below that are you have mostly amateur or all amateur leagues, and there's really no divisions. You know, U.S. Soccer, which is is the governing body of all American soccer that controls all this shit. Um, they they don't specify with between higher and lower amateur division leagues. There's just amateur leagues that that, that they sanction, and that's it. Um. Again, once again, because of this farm system that that's that started to be developed in MLS, the what's called the PDL, which you know 
again has these roots that go they go back way back into the 90s um the the PDL the professional development league is essentially the de facto fourth division in the sense that MLS teams are usually you know are have some alignment or have some dealing with with a lot of PDL teams including again the San Jose Earthquakes the San Jose Earthquakes PDL team again their amateur team is the Burlingame Dragons who play in Burlingame fucking surprise surprise um but anyway so I dude I've I've mentioned them before on the podcast I think it's a great fucking timeout um, the, the great people that run them and the people are really approachable. They're really cool. This year, like every other fucking game, they had free food when you bought a ticket. It, it was badass. So anyway, quick update on, on the Burlingame Dragons, who again play in the PDL, the what is essentially the fourth division of the American Soccer Pyramid. It's the Quakes under-23 team. Um, it's a mostly... Amateur team, I th- I think some players can be paid for like room and and um, room and board or room and food or some shit like that. I guess board is food. How about that? Did you know that? Um, little trivia, little trivia right there. Room and board. Where the fuck does that come from? Room and board. Well, I guess back in the day, back in the fucking Dizzy. Back before fucking maid service and room service and all this shit, when you would go to a fucking uh, some sort of hostel or some shit—I don't know—some motel in the eighteen hundreds. I don't know when. Pick a time frame, whatever, whatever feels most comfortable to you. So, so you would go and you would pay for a room for the night, but. A lot of the time, say the place had fucking five rooms and there was 30 people that needed to spend the night. Well, guess the fuck what? You're sharing the fucking room. So you're still you're paying for a room. You know, you're paying for your room where you can sleep. But there's nowhere to eat because there's so many fucking people. So what you would also what you would get when you paid for your room was a board to put your food on. Because at some point during the night, you know, they they had dinner at, you know, oh, seven o'clock is dinner time. Well, there's no fucking dining room because the, the dining room is more sleeping space. All the all the space is taken up to fucking sleep on. So you would pay for your room and a board to put your fucking food on for the night. So that's where room and board comes from. No trivia right there for you guys. I like you guys. I'm going to share it. I don't know if that's fucking true. I don't know. My girlfriend told it to me, and it sounds fucking plausible. So I'm going with it. it. Sounds fucking cool as well. So anyway, back to the dragons, Berlin game dragons. I'm telling you, the tickets are like twelve bucks. A lot of them come with food. They're halfway between their seasons, so there's still a lot of games left. Check them out. There's a Caltrain station right across the street. Fucking, it's a great timeout. Um, and at the moment. Uh, they are sixth. Okay, well, so this is where it gets even trickier. Uh, so so the, the PDL, where the Dragons play, 
has 72 total teams. There's there's 72 teams spread out across the country. Those teams are divided into four conferences. Those four conferences are divided into 10 divisions. Are you with me? Are you with me? So so the Burlingame Dragons play in the Southwest Division of the Western Conference. Did you get that? Southwest Division of the Western Conference is where the Burlingame Dragons play. There are nine teams in that division. The Burlingame Dragons are currently sixth out of nine. So not a good year. Two, three, and two. Two, three, and two. Um... You know, the, the playoffs are looking highly unlikely. They actually, um, do I have it here? Oh, yeah, they they, they just tied uh, FC Golden State Force, who plays out of, like, Turlock or some shit like that. But anyway, FC Golden State Force, they're, they're, they're first they're the first place in the Western Conference, the first place in the Western Conference rankings, obviously, uh, on the website, they're they're the best team. They're the best team in the West uh, this year, and the Dragons tied them. So the um, last game, so that that was positive. That was positive. The playoffs, uh, because only the the winning team of the division and sometimes a second place team goes in. But again, the playoffs for the Dragons are looking highly unlikely. That's un- uh, it's unfortunate. Um, but again, the point is to, to, to see if there's any talent, if there's any players there and, and we'll see. I, I, damn, I should, I don't have the fucking dude's name. There's a dude who the fuck, but he's got, um, dude's got like six goals in, in five games. He He's the shit. Let me pull this up real quick. I'm not even going to be able to, Weisenfarth? Weisenfarth, is that what, yeah, Weisen, Matthew Weisenfarth, he's got, uh, yeah, six goals in five games, no assists, but see, this is, fuck, this is so goddamn t- typical, I feel like it's, it's it literally is the quakes all over, I, I guess this is, at least they're being consistent all the way through, so you have Matthew Weisenfarth uh, at six goals, and then you have one, two, three, four guys that are at one. Nobody else has 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 a second goal. One guy with six goals, all the rest with one. The assists, man. The assists are all over the place, but uh, yeah. Anyway, so so it's it's still fucking fun. <laughs> It's still a great time out. It's fucking Burlingame. It's a nice little town. Uh, you know, you're right there, right next to San Francisco. The fucking Caltrain is right there. You could jump, do whatever the hell you want. Um, but yeah, but but at the moment, it is not looking. It is not a, a good season for Burlingame. Anyway, enough of my fucking rambling. I've I've talked longer than I wanted to. So this was episode 50, so I guess I'm allowed to do that. But so again, th- thanks everyone, anyone listening out there for following me through these 50 episodes. Um, I'm going to keep doing it. So if you like what you're doing, you know, if you like what you hear, let me know. If you don't, let me know as well. Be nice. I got to fucking, 
my my psyche is small. I don't know if it's small or weak. Can a psyche be small? Tune in next week. I'll fucking let you know. But anyway, the, at Baldini10 on Twitter, uh, iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, anywhere you listen to podcasts, football without hesitation. Thanks for listening. Catch y'all next week. Uh, this Saturday, the Quakes play Kansas City at home. They, they're still in it. They're still in it. We'll see. We'll, we'll see what fucking miracle signing they pull off. And uh, catch y'all next week. Peace.